0: Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare the laugh. It's John Dash Podcast, 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 podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare the laugh. It's John Dash's podcast. Grab a six cracks, sit back and prepare the laugh. It's John Dashers podcast podcast Grab a six sit back and prepare the laugh. It's John podcast podcast. Sit back in the back and back in the same smack, sit back, and back in the back of it, turn the same smack, sit back and back and back and save smack, sit back and back and back and send scracks, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Junk Dasher's podcast. podcast. Grab a second scrap, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Junk Dasher's Earth's podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode two hundred three of the Junk Dasher's Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tyler, and joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself. We have Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy?
1: Oh, hey, I'm actually doing pretty damn good today, Ah, finally on the weekend, so I can actually have some time to just roam around, probably search for a couple of game or two or something and then just uh, get into something new, you know? <laughs> How about you, Tyler?
0: I'm doing alright, we're recording um, on a weird night, normally we record Saturdays, it's a Friday, I got stuff going on tomorrow, so I wasn't going to be able to do it, Uh so, it's kind of weird. It sucks. I'm going to work tomorrow. But uh, it's going to be Saturday, so fuck cares about Saturday. It's usually lazy, kind of, not lazy, but half-ass day. So, drinking a few beers. Normally I don't like to drink so much on work nights. Uh, because nothing worse is being in a plant with no air conditioning and hungover at the same time. Uh, well, then I'm doing okay. Uh, kind of the same boat as you. Zelda's over. Trying to find that next thing that kind of takes over your life. Yep. Gaming wise, haven't quite found that yet, but working on it. But also joining us. We're the man of the hour. We have Troy, what's up, buddy?
2: What's the business? Yeah, no, uh I'm busy as fuck. School stuff, man. Three weeks. Oh, three yeah. weeks almost to the day till graduation. And there's still so much to be done. I think while I wrote one paper today, I have four more papers that i have to have written by the weekend
1: whoa
2: uh yeah it's it's gonna be nuts and then i still have stuff to grade i've fallen behind on my grading for my teacher's assistant uh job but you know gotta do what you gotta do yeah so i've had like
0: almost no time to game at all but we'll get into that oh shit yeah Uh, see yeah see now i'm at the point now where i have like things are slowing down at work working in like a chemical plant where it's a lot of farming, so we pack a lot of farming chemicals and stuff and we build up a lot of stock in the wintertime in the early spring. So things are slowing down on my end so I got more time to game, but I'm playing less games now, which doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, it's getting a nice well, route. So I kind of, it kinda yeah. you know what,
1: Tyler, it kinda does to a certain extent because at times I've experienced a lot of it myself where it's like when you play a game for so long, like for instance how you and I were both playing Zelda for a good couple of weeks and stuff yeah. Now all of a sudden the game's over, we've beat the game pretty much how we wanted to beat it, and mm-hmm. uh, even going through trying to start on other games this past week, it's like, okay, uh, let's see, I'm going to pop in Horizon Zero Dawn, which, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty much the <laughs> bulk of extent what I had been playing this week. I popped it in for about an hour or so like that. I liked the beginning parts of the story stuff, but uh, I haven't really gotten into the meat and potatoes of the Mm -hmm. game yet because it's like I need to be inside of a better like an actual legitimate like mood in order to play it and after playing so many hours like close to about 60 hours of Zelda it's like I don't know if I feel like I want to play an open world game right now
0: yeah I had the same problem I did the same thing but reverse going from Horizon. Yeah, it's try- always
2: tough to try and to try and jump into a new game after you've, you know, spent so much time in another game. Like, it takes a little time to, to kind of acclimate yourself. And sometimes you need a uh, a palate cleanser. Yes. You know, something, you know, something different, maybe something shorter just to, you know, get the gears yeah. gears flowing again and everything. Yeah, that's... You know, before you jump into something big.
0: Yeah, yeah that's, it, it, For me, that's the problem right now. Like, all the games that are, like, kind of my backlog that I want to play pretty much are open-world games are very long games. It's just like, I just want, like, a nice... Five-hour linear game like if if Gears of War 4 came out right now, that'd be fucking perfect for me. Like something I could just play for a weekend and be good. And it's different. It's an action shooter. And now I'd like went from Horizon to Zelda, big open-world games with a lot of com with a lot of like hand-hand combat going on. So and bow and arrows too was a big thing. Both both those relied heavily on the bow and arrow.
1: Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I was honestly thinking about trying to go out and find Overwatch for the PS4 today because I feel like I'm in the mood and stuff where I don't want to game for such a long period <laughs> for, yeah. like, uh, the big explorational type of elements like, say, in Horizon, do this and do that. I don't want to get into an RPG. I don't want to get into a major open-world action game. I want to try to have something that's quick It's something to the point. You know, yeah. but essentially how I used to be... Uh, going to Rocket League for my go-to, like, uh, gaming stuff during the week. But, uh, yeah, I'm, the reason why I've been thinking about possibly getting into, like, Overwatch or the PS4 is because I've heard a lot of good things about it. I didn't really have a chance to play it with anybody else, like, say, on the Xbox One when I did own it, so it's like, it just didn't, I just really feel like I'm just in the mood just to play something that's fun, spontaneous, maybe with other people, possibly... It's between that and like Diablo three right at the moment for some reason.
0: If you if you get an Overwatch on PS4, let me know, man. I'll pick it up again. That, the i i that that game took over my summer last last year. That was like every night, almost every night. If I wanted to, there was three or four people every weekday night playing that game. I could have played with that, played for two three hours every night if I wanted to. And then the weekends, I could play at the full party people and. The only reason i stopped was just because of uh what the fuck no man's sky came out and <laughs> took over every i didn't like that game everybody knows i just that game but that game took over a good chunk of the people i played with for the in august and just never went they never went back to it so the only reason i quit playing that game is because i had nobody to play it with so if you want to pick that up again you want to pick that up I'd be more than happy to play with you especially with all the updates going on I'd love to check it out again
1: dude oh, overwatch is so good oh, that's dude great yeah. I seriously just want to get, like, into a group of, like, a like, bunch of friends and stuff to start playing this game now. It's mm-hmm. like I'm in the mood where I want to learn, like, a new online shooter or something. Yeah. You know? Tor-
0: yeah, it was Tor- a lot Tor-
2: of fun getting together with all the, the guys from the ship mm-hmm. We'd get together and play that all the time. I really enjoyed that. I mean, I I don't have a lot of issue, and and which is kind of weird because normally I do have issue just jumping in and kind of playing a pickup game or whatever, but uh, I... I actually have have had pretty good success and, and have still enjoyed myself playing you know with random people and stuff. So yeah, I mean that's just just such a great game. Oh, yeah. game
0: I I like playing it, but like if, if I was playing by myself, I don't I can only do more maybe like an hour of it, and then I just kind of get like all right, put it down, or I do like I actually got sucked into a lot playing against bots, just doing like the the, the training mode or whatever the hell it's called, and I just mm. do that because I kicked ass in that, and that's the only way I kick kick ass in an online game is by playing against computers Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah yeah it worked out you got some experience points not a lot but and and you you felt good about yourself in the end it's kind of a win-win you know (laughs) yeah but overwatch is
2: good for that anyway like i usually play a support character or a diva or something like that where like i don't know i feel like skill doesn't necessarily it's not a twitch type of skill like a call of duty kind of thing Uh, right you can you know still be like super helpful to your team yeah, that, yeah, and so I mean almost no game of Overwatch even ones that you lose like do you walk away just completely dejected
0: oh good yeah I, I was I always went for uh, Torsborn because that fucking put that turret down oh buddy I, if I put that in the right spot you you can take over you can win the game for your team with that character <laughs> so and I really don't do a lot all I had to do is just wait long enough to get a get the turret put it down in the perfect spot and there you go does the most work keep it first. alive Yep, you get to play the game easily that way. You weren't even there, just killed like six guys for you in like two minutes. It's great. It's like it's like. And when I played Black Ops a lot with my friends back in the day, like I like I hated doing team deathmatch because I was just a hindrance to the team. But we played uh, domination. I would win you the goddamn game because I was really good at. Uh, being a bold sponge and also taking over, uh, hiding really well and taking the, the the flag from people. So yeah,
1: that's how I was too. You know, when I usually played like uh, like like what was it, Black Ops or something like that, or even certain extent Titanfall, where I really didn't like to do the whole Slayer stuff or the whole like uh, the whole like four v four aspect and stuff like that. But if you get me to a thing like domination, like with my gigantic mech or something like that, I just hid like inside certain correlation points and stuff and just tried to, uh, take out people here and there. You know, it felt yeah. more comfortable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, I guess since we're talking about games real quick, I just want to mention, uh, you said you tried, I'm in the same boat as you, like you, like you were talking about with, uh, um, Horizon. I've tried it, uh, like, three times this week to start Rampa, uh, the first one. Yeah. And I keep, i Play it for like thirty minutes. I'm like, I'm not feeling this game right now. This is just not. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just the the art style. It's if a it's, slow burn type of game, Tyler. It, yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and it's just coming from Zelda and Horizon, where it's just like on your toes kind of game to like you're sitting there and it's kind of a silly thing, but you're just doing a lot of reading, and it's like it's a slow. Yeah, like I said, it's a slow burn. Yeah, uh, introducing a lot of characters at you really fast, trying to learn all the shit. It's like I don't know I'm not I can't do this right now so that's uh, kind of where I'm at I, it's really all I played this week uh, so I've been when I have played games it's been Madden like, as usual I literally just played a game before we started recording so <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of where I've been going uh, what about you Troy even really I know you said you haven't played a lot but have you got a chance to delve really in anything at all
2: the only thing I've played this week is Mario Kart 7. Oh. Uh, and other than the two races that I ran before we started recording, it was on Skype call with my daughter in oh, nice. Italy. Oh. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I've been super busy all freaking week, and it's probably going to be that way for the next three weeks. Just just nonstop work and stuff to get everything done for, for school.
0: Hmm. Ah, our not man. Been there. We've all been there, I think, four. Oh, this, man. Yeah, <laughs> shit takes over. Real life. It's bullshit.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to being done with school. Uh, Hopefully I can have time to do things like watch TV or movies or, you know, obviously play video games or read a book that's not (laughs) been assigned to me. Uh, That would be amazing. You know, things that, that a lot of people take for granted. But, like, it's been seven years, basically, that I've been back at school and, and I feel like outside of summer breaks because I kind of had a hard and fast rule the entire time I was in school was to to not take summer classes because uh, that was my time to unwind uh, so outside mm. of summers though like I've been constantly in school for the last seven years and and uh, it's it's taken a toll I mean I'd maybe in the future like to go back and get my PhD you know just to, to do it and to maybe become a college professor or something like that but I I think I need a break I think seven years is enough
0: yeah yeah I would no say shit, so dude understandable uh
2: yeah that's
1: all i've been playing just some mario kart 7 this week
0: yeah that's good we're all kind of the same spots uh just different reasons i guess the only uh,
1: other the only other game i can think about that i possibly like yeah i played a little bit this week was uh super mario run which i what? bought that game on the on my phone super mario run that little sides that almost like a side scroller esque mario game and stuff where yeah you're just basically going through levels and stuff I gotta admit, man, it's it can get really freaking addicting because it's it is so much a smartphone game in a sense where you're just basically just doing random touch motions and stuff like that just to make Mario like uh, jump and do all this other stuff. I'm almost through the entirety of the game, which yeah, it's not too long. There's mm-hmm. like about six worlds and stuff, and I am almost at the end of world five. I'm I've been playing it little bits and bursts any time that I've been on the road or I'm at. Through my breaks and stuff that would work and i have to admit you know just playing a random like a little mario game like a level every like uh level or two every couple breaks and stuff like that has been really relaxing Hmm. i mean in in a sense and stuff you know the level structure isn't like uh, too long you do have to try to collect all sorts of various coins which they change color as soon as you collect all five of a specific color in a level So there's a bunch of replayability in terms of going back and collecting bits and pieces here and there. I did try out something called Toad Rally, which you can compete against other people online. So I've won a couple of Coin Rush battles by doing it this way. It's quintessentially, I think... I think I'm actually battling people in real time because it's like I'm going through I'm going through a level all of a sudden the people that I'm playing against or something like that they just keep failing hard they're like just falling at the start or just going through and just losing all their coins and stuff I think I literally beat somebody like uh, by getting 600 and something coins to nothing <laughs> <But> essentially <laughs> wow. I, I, it's, it's to the po- I think it's like uh, I was either facing a kid or whatever the heck because well heck yeah,
2: I, I could see that being a really popular game for parents to like just hand the phone off to their kid to play because that, that I uh, I can't think of any other reason why somebody would get zero coins in it in yeah. a Mario level.
1: Yeah, I know, I understand. That's that's what I pretty much thought too. But let's see. At the same point, there is a little structure thing you can do for uh, creating a little bunch of little buildings. It's kind of like a part of like a building simulator too because you have things where you can build like little Toad houses, little shops and stuff. You have weekly challenges and this and that and stuff i mean yeah the price of the game was ten dollars which is in the marketplace for ios stuff it is sort of expensive in terms of uh every other big name game is either free to play or 99 cents or if you're kind of a little bit greedy like square enix is gonna be like (laughs) anywhere between 12 to 15 dollars for their games mobile which that's fucking ridiculous but uh yeah you know what Super Mario Run even though it's a light game and I really like playing in small bursts and stuff it's rather enjoyable yeah
0: yeah. I, I, I played when it first came out on iOS like, last December and I don't regret the purchase 10 bucks for, for it but it's definitely worth it yeah I didn't even finish the game I got like the world 3 and I'm like ah I'm good I, I got <laughs> hooked on that, that toad rally for like the first week it was out and I did a bunch of that um, yeah. But I just, I didn't care about building my Mushroom Kingdom. I didn't like really care t- so much for the. I'm not really, I mean, I've talked about before, with like Super Mario Maker and all that. I'm not really big into the 2D Mario games so much. Yeah. So, really, you know, I, I like Mario games, but not, like more like the Mario Kart and Mario Tennis, Mario Soccer. Uh, I, I love Super Mario 3D World, but I'm not really big into. Uh, any other Mario games? I've never really been sucked into them, so uh, just it wasn't for me, I guess. Uh, but it was for if you like those kind of games and you like Mario, it's not a bad game to buy, especially for oh. you know, it's cheap. You could probably beat the actual, I guess, main campaign, whatever you want to call it, in probably like forty-five minutes. Yep,
1: like I would say close to about levels. an hour. Yep,
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it's not my thing, but I can understand how people love it and get addicted to it yeah it's a good time waster yes definitely, definitely especially is. i i play i did I, I was doing the same thing i do a few i do like a toad rally here or there that first week uh on break and lunch it's like I, I was like i got like five minutes before i go back go back to work i'll play a toad rally do a quick one of those um but we talked about last week we have a decent amount of topics that we didn't get to uh spend a lot of time talking about nintendo last week uh not a lot of anything else uh so i think we'll this might be other than Super Mario Run. This might be a Nintendo free uh, week as far as news. Well, fuck. There's one. There's one big one possibly in there. <laughs> Never mind. I was wrong. We'll maybe get to that one later. Um, but what's what's about some Nintendo stuff first? Um, one this kind of, this happened uh, late last week. They they announced it. Well, they didn't announce it, but they re- uh, revealed a release date for Uncharted Lost Legacy. Mm. Uh, got like a three minute little trailer. Um, it is coming out August 22nd, and it's gonna be forty dollars. Um, hmm. I know I think Uncharted 4 was your game of the year last year Gables uh, yes it was my number three of the year Um, are we excited for Lost Legacy yes okay. yes you, is, this, is this gonna be a day one pickup for you guys
2: Uh, probably won't be day one for me just because my backlog the way it is but uh, I I platinum Uncharted 4 I mean I've actually damn. got the platinum in every Uncharted game that's come out God damn. Uh, including Golden Abyss on the Vita uh Hold on. Sorry. I know you guys couldn't hear that, but that uh, trailer just came mm. super loud in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because I clicked on the link. Uh, yeah, it was pretty nuts. And like I said, you guys couldn't hear it, but I jumped. Um, yeah, no. So, I mean, I really enjoy the the Uncharted games. And this one's cool. I think a lot of people, when they announced the price, like there was a big kind of uh, backlash about it. But um, from what I understand, this is supposed to be like a ten-hour-long game. So, like, I feel like that's probably you know not a bad price. Actually, you know, considering that normal Uncharted games are you know between ten and fifteen hours, uh, I think forty bucks is a fair price, and it ought to be yep. a pretty good, uh, pretty good thing. I mean, I have no doubt that Naughty Dog will produce a great product.
0: Yeah, I don't get the whole backlash thing. I mean, this isn't the first game that's done, it, especially for PlayStation, where it's they least a forty-dollar game. I just to me it's it, it it helps kind of bring you down a little bit on far as expectations go. But they may one on one hand they can they could charge sixty bucks for this and this game will sell. Yep. I think Uncharted Four sold almost nine million copies on, on being a PS4 exclusive, which, when you're talking almost twenty five percent of the PS4s out there sold. A person's bought that that game. That's pretty good for any game in general. Um, and then there's four with like Ratchet and Clank. Um, so I like I
2: think, I think the big reason why people were kind of upset is because they were looking at this more like a uh, uh, what is it, left behind from uh, The Last of Us? Okay, oh, was that so what they, that was you're called?
0: Saying people thought it was gonna be like a 15, 20, yeah, people game.
2: were expecting something like that, okay. yeah. So when you know, when they came out and said, oh, this is gonna be 40 bucks, like people just kind of like, whoa, what? But uh, huh. I think what left behind was probably maybe
0: two or three hours, yeah, if that if I remember
2: right, yeah. So, like, you know, having this be eight to ten hours long seems like it's more in line with a with a, closer to a full game, and so forty bucks doesn't seem out of line at all for it.
0: Huh, yeah, well, they're you... definitely. It seems like they're putting their A game into this. It doesn't feel like it's a B team type of thing or a quick get it out there. From what we've seen, anyways. Go ahead. Gabe anyways. Left
2: left behind wasn't that either. <laughs>
0: that's no, that's true. Good point. Huh? You
1: know, I just don't kind. Of, I really don't understand how people could have assumed that uh, when they unveiled the that uh, Uncharted game and stuff like that, that it was going to be, like, some sort of $15 purchase. I mean, it from even from the initial trailer, when we saw it at that E3 and stuff like that... Was it E3, or was it at a PlayStation experience? It was at PlayStation, was. PlayStation, PlayStation experience. experience. Okay, well, we did see that revealed trailer and stuff. I mean, at no point did I feel that this was going to be a actual, like, $15 game that looked like a full-fledged actual experience in terms of, like, presentation, in terms of, like... Uh, other types of gameplay aspects and stuff but uh yeah as as uh what i was going to like say and stuff like that yeah it's definitely a day one purchase for me only because i love uncharted 4 in the expect in the <laughs> and to the extent and stuff where yeah that was my favorite game of last year the price point's really attractive because it's not a 60 dollars purchase hell i don't care if say a game is like five to ten hours long or something like that and it's like sixty dollars i mean i've had no issues with that before where i've Mm -hmm. played games pretty much beat it in the span of a week or something like that maybe i've gotten a couple dozen trophies or possibly a platinum if i wanted to but at the same time and stuff that's a welcome change and it's like you were saying ratchet and Clank was $40 brand new, and you know what? Nobody really gave a shit too much about it. I mean, hey, they bought the game and stuff. It's a great game and stuff, and I kind of feel like this is going to be the same thing with this uh, new Uncharted game. So, yeah, you know what? It hits at a great time, also. It's yeah. towards the end of summer, getting into the holiday season. So, fuck, yeah. that's yeah. a great spot for it.
0: I, I when, when they first announced it, I thought maybe this was going to be like a, a left behind kind of thing, but... Once I, you know, once I saw the price, and then they said this is gonna be, this isn't gonna just be some, you know, two three hour campaign. I mean, okay, I'm fine. It's Naughty Dog. They really haven't let us down before. Um, so, and it's uncharted, so they haven't made a bad one of those. So I'm excited for it. Unless I don't know, I don't really know anything about Golden Abyss, but people, it was good. Golden Abyss okay, was hella good. good. Yeah, I've heard, yeah. I've heard mediocre to great. So.
2: No, it, I thought it was amazing. Like, especially considering that it was on the Vita, you know, a handheld. It was, it was basically like a full fledged Uncharted game just on the Vita. Uh, it's kind of a shame that not more people get an opportunity. Like, maybe that's one that they could adapt to bring out on PS4 because I feel like more people should get the opportunity to play it. I think, I think it was a great game, uh, especially mm-hmm. considering it wasn't Naughty Dog proper who 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 did it. I think it what was it
1: Sony Bend who did it. Yeah, it was I Sony mean, Bend who actually did the development, I believe, of uh, Uncharted yeah, Golden Abyss. I mean.
0: I hope that goes. I feel
1: like they captured it.
0: I hope that does get ported over. I mean, Danganronpa One and Two got ported to the PS4. I can't see why they wouldn't do. Yeah. Uh, Golden Yeah, and then Mist. they did
2: it with the Assassin's Creed Liberation game. Oh, like yeah. they've done it with a lot of games. Uh, Tearaway, you know. So oh, it, yeah. it's been it's been a trend to bring a lot of those uh, yeah. Vita exclusive games over oh, to yeah. consoles.
0: This is probably one of the most popular ones too. So it makes sense, I, I think, to it one of these days bring it out.
1: I know it wouldn't take too much, like to actually adapt the game for it, because they could just incorporate just a DualShock Four, the motion sensors, a little touch pad on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it it's wouldn't be too much. Yeah, the
2: only thing, the only thing that I uh, I remember that might have an issue is whether you had to hold it up to the light to like see through like things and stuff like that. But oh uh, yeah, they could that's right. Find some creative way to adapt that.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I, yeah, I think we're all on, on the uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy uh, boat there. So I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna be a great game. Uh, just looking at the Iron Dogs pass. Um, moving on, next topic: uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two. They had a um, reveal trailer. There was like a thirty-second trailer that um, teaser that um, was leaked a few days earlier, a few days early than what they uh, EA wanted. But then the full one came out about two and a half minute one. No gameplay shown. Um, just a story trailer and then a little bit about some characters and stuff you can play in uh, the online multiplayer mode. Um, coming on November 17th uh, this, the campaign's actually going to take place um, over a course of 20 years I guess um, and you're actually going to be on the Empire mm. side of things where they're going to be trying to avenge the death of the Emperor um, takes place I guess seems like going off the the, the trailer that we got it's going to take place um, shortly basically right at the end of the events of Return of the Jedi when they blow up the Death Star and Darth Vader and the Emperor, spoiler alert for 40 year old movie die um, and um, basically them trying to uh you know avenge their deaths um and i don't really know how that's going to spread over 20 years but that's kind of some of the things they've said in the synopsis uh but i always get pissy not really pissy but i always hate when people get super excited for a game or for something when it's first announced and there's it's just like uh cg trailer. nothing shown. nothing really announced for it. Um, but I guess in this case, it's Star Wars, so they've got a pretty good pedigree as far as, um, story goes. Um, so I'm not 100% on board with this, but I am definitely a lot more optimistic about this than I was Battlefront, especially with there being a story mode. I didn't really give a shit about Battlefront, um, because I'm not the biggest multiplayer guy, but, uh, I am, if, I mean, we're going to probably see some of this shit at E3, um, I definitely want to check this game out, at least for the uh, campaign. What about you guys?
1: (laughs) 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 I know, I know. I'm just kind of a little bit tired. (laughs) Pardon me. But uh, the promise sounds interesting. I won't reserve any other judgments until I see actual gameplay of it. That's how I feel about it i have gone
2: on record on this podcast as saying i'm not the biggest star wars fan so like i don't definitely don't geek out over anything star wars related yeah um i saw the trailer it looked pretty dope i think the premise is cool When you know this special forces unit that had been sent down to endor uh to help quell the rebellion and then they're sitting there you know fighting the rebels and then all of a sudden they look up at the sky and watch the death star you know blow up um I heard while I was listening to, I think it was uh, IGN's podcast Beyond this week, and they were talking about it, and uh, um, I think it was Max Scoville had kind of uh, related it to similar to like a Pearl Harbor or a 9-11 kind of situation where if you're the empire like that's probably an apt comparison you know like if you're sitting there fighting these rebels and you know in your mind you're doing you know a noble cause or whatever like that and then you look up and see you know this this bastion of your power and everything like that come crashing down and explode like like that's going to be a real similar feeling and so yeah i mean uh, you gotta imagine if you're in their position you know and, and and obviously you know the narrative that we've been fed you know all this time is the the empire's evil but i think there's definitely more shades of gray that that can be you know realized there you know depending on which side you're on everybody has a justification and you know the history favors the the victors you yeah. know so it, it's kind of an interesting concept that i think they could they could do a lot of uh, a lot of interesting things with it um, i know Battlefront itself was real sparse in in content but I think they it's kind of universally known that they kind of nailed the Star Wars aesthetic um both visually and, you know, through through the audio and stuff like that, you know, everybody that I that I talked to who played that game, you know, they said it's just, it felt like you were inside of a Star Wars movie, you know, like experiencing the battles on Hoth and all this stuff, you know, with the blasters going on around you and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, if they can get a decent uh, story, you know, going behind it, I, I have no reason to believe that this wouldn't be, you know, a really good Star Wars game. Like I said, I'm just not big on Star Wars, so it's not necessarily on my radar. But I, I definitely don't hope that it fails. I, I want all games to be good, so you know, and I, and I know there's a lot of you know huge Star Wars fans, so I want them to have a good game to play. Uh, so yeah, I'm pulling for it. And like I said, the premise seems super interesting. It's just like I said, I'm just not big on Star Wars.
0: Yeah, and <clears throat> I, the, the whole idea of being in, in the, uh, I guess the bad guy side of it, uh, it is really interesting. Like I said, that's actually really good. Um, I didn't really thought of it like that being a 9/11 kind of or Pearl Harbor event for them. Uh, I, and it kind of reminds me a little bit of um, Star Wars: Force Unleashed, where you actually were you were, you were a Star Killer, which was Darth Vader's apprentice, and you were doing a lot of uh, you're killing a lot of the the good guys, and what would be in the main movies or fighting the you know the the good guys, and then throughout the game you changed. but it was kind of it was kind of cool being on that side of things. And seeing it like you know that's the way they're born, that's the way you're that's the way you're taught, and that's the way you're trained. So yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a cool place they can go with it. I don't know if they'll go there because it's it's probably gonna be a, a shooter game first, and a story game uh, a more story second. So who knows how deep they'll go into that? But if they they go all in with that with that, um, I'm I think that it could, could be potentially a great story that they can tell there. Kind of was with Star Wars actually. Um, there's been a rumor out there that the, a remake is coming for Kotar, um, Knights of the Little Republic, which is a Star Wars game from the original Xbox, uh, Bioware made. Um, I don't know if you guys ever played the, the the original Kotar. I have not. I tried playing it on PC a few years ago when it was on like a dollar on like the May of May of the Fourth sale on Steam. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was a twelve year old game at that point, and it felt like a twelve year old game at that point. I just couldn't get into it, um, but uh I, I i i know i'm not the biggest star wars fan either but i you know I, justin and i have spent many of hours and probably over the days if you combine the time uh, discussing and arguing over star wars um but uh I, I think if they could bring it and bring it into 2017 uh i i would be more than happy to play this game i'm waiting for a up a new remake or remaster or um hd remaster with hell you want to call it um i i'm definitely excited for the, the the chance to play this game in 2017 what about you guys i don't know if any of you guys have played this game actually i don't think we were talked about it uh um, well let's see
1: i have not really played it to the extent like some other people have i've played little bits of it on like uh when I used to have it on the 360 and I also played little bits of it on the PC but at the same point, I'd, I'd welcome an HD remake of it I mean, it seems like a in, at its crust and its crust and stuff like that at the core of it, a great game and stuff, but I just could not really get into it because of how archaic some of the the not only not only like the designs, but like the whole gameplay aesthetic of it because of how like aged it's been <laughs> hmm. Hmm.
2: It's like the mechanics and stuff um, so I haven't played this and actually as we we're sitting here I was listening to you guys talk about it I just realized that I have not played any Bioware games for any extended wow. period of time I started the first Mass Effect on PS3 yep. uh, maybe a year ago but I literally I don't think I finished the first mission on it uh, it was just <laughs> something that I kind of let go by the wayside um so like I don't have a lot of reference at all but I mean I know this game has you know a huge reverence uh from not only Star Wars people but but BioWare people like it's kind of what put BioWare on the map yep. and it was kind of the blueprint that that Mass Effect was built on um so I mean it, it mechanically is it is it similar to like say the first Mass Effect or sort of you, like was that was it like completely different No
0: it, it's closer to like um uh, like a Dragon Age, I would say it's it's not okay. like um, I'm still Bioware. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's more it's
2: less action. Yeah,
0: it's more kind of more
2: like building the story out and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's more of a, a strategy kind of a game where it's not so much um like an action turn-based game.
2: Yeah, so it's like more like your your choices kind of di- dictating the way the game goes, but more that less than like the the outcome of combat, mm-hmm. as it were. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems kind of cool. Like I said, I've, I've heard great things about the 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 Kotor games, both one and two. Uh, I think it'd be a great opportunity for them to, you know, bring them. I think they've. It's been long enough since they've been out that that it would do well on on a new console. I think there's a nostalgia factor, and then just yeah. people, you know, just interested in, in like people like me who never actually, you know, gave it a shot. Uh, yeah, I mean, you you always run that gamut of of dealing with a game that's you know that old you know does it hold up you know even if they just update the graphics it it may not you know hold up i know they brought both of them or at least the very first one they brought it over to like uh tablets like ipad and and stuff like that where you could play um i don't know how that translated or if that you know maybe simplified things where you, you could really just focus on the story which you know to my understanding is the the draw of that game um yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they, you know, started from scratch and, and made something, you know, made the same game just kind of with updated uh, gameplay mechanics and stuff like that. Or if it was just something that they, you know, spruced up the graphics and, and you know, shoved it out the door and whether or not that would be what people want. I know, you know, people who remember the original one fondly would probably, you know, relish that just to, to be able to play it on a new console. But I don't know that that would necessarily bring in a lot of new fans to the series because yeah. like if, if you're struggling to play it you know I think a lot of people will just drop
0: oh yeah yeah I mean that's a, that's a good point oh yeah definitely it's like you talk about Mass Effect like I feel like it, like I can go play Mass Effect right now and be perfectly happy with it but some of that like if you try to play Mass Effect today and never played Mass Effect before the original one that game probably doesn't age very well Nope. and the, the, the gameplay of that stuff was pretty clunky uh, at the time, in 2007, so uh, definitely in 2017. Uh, yeah, I tough. think when
2: I get around to it, like, I'm just going to, like, pick, like, an assault class and just kind of burn through it just to experience the story. That's like, right, I'm not yeah. going to probably engage with a lot of the extra systems and stuff like that. Um, oh, what are they? I don't know what they're called, biotics or whatever? Yeah, like, the bio- You know, oh, yeah. the, the special powers and stuff. Like, I, I probably won't. I'll probably just play it like a straight-up shooter, uh, you know, as far as, like, running and gunning and... and and using assault rifles and stuff. I think the first time I started, started with a class that used like sniper rifles and stuff, mm-hmm. and I realized now that probably wasn't the best bet. So okay. I'll probably jump into it and play like an assault class or something.
0: Yeah, and you can actually—that game is fairly short for Ace, for this, the. If you just go through the story, you probably beat that in eight or ten hours, um, for being a big uh, open world RPG. Not really open world, but RPG. Um, moving on, this is kind of the big thing that happened just a few hours ago, actually. Um, this has kind of been a rumor for a little bit now that the new Call of Duty game be called WW- WW2, uh, but it was officially announced. They released a picture uh, with the, what looks like a um, guy in the army, a soldier with uh, that with that that uniform and the hat on from that era, huh. and it just said Call of Duty WW2. And there's going to be a wow. reveal gameplay trailer. Um, I think on the 26th. Um, so would that be like Wednesday? I think. Um, I
2: can't believe this is the first I'm hearing of this at all today. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I'm just kidding. Yeah. It was everywhere.
0: Yeah, nobody. No, <laughs> Twitter didn't explode when this happened.
2: That was uh, my facetious post on Talking Ship. Yeah, I was I like, hey, that. guys, anybody heard anything about the new Call of Duty game? <laughs>
0: to, be, to be fair. It seems
2: like they've been really quiet lately.
0: I saw that when I was at work today, and I'm like, holy shit. I didn't know about it until I saw your post. I'm like, what? That's a thing? And it then, was everywhere. I hadn't been on Twitter for uh, most of that, really, at all. Like I was on for a little bit that morning, and then I was on for... Oh, man. Later yeah, in the it's afternoon. one of those
2: things where i mean it, it's kind of a, a my doing you know like my twitter is almost <laughs> exclusively like gamer centric so i've got yeah. you know gamers and gamer news you know from different sites and everything like that so when something big like this breaks like it's just everywhere and so i just kind of lashed out with that post on the talking yeah. shit which was pretty funny
0: i understand 90 percent of my twitter is uh sports uh video games and wrestling so i get it, so yep. it takes it takes over my uh a lot of my social media Um, but I don't know about what you guys are on the big like. I've talked about Call of Duty quite a bit on the show in in the past. Like, I like the campaigns. Uh, Black Ops Online was the shit back in the day. Uh, didn't really care about any of the other ones. Um, but where are we on the old going back to WW2? Um, is this.
2: I'm down. Yeah. Like, I, I too, the only way I've engaged with any of the Call of Duties in any real manner is the campaigns. Um, I got the platinum in Modern Warfare 2. Wow. Uh, but that really only required you to do the campaign on all skill levels and also the spec ops uh, oh, yeah. mode which was dope. I really enjoyed that. I started out doing it cooperatively with my little brother, which was a lot of fun, but then I ended up getting a bunch of the, the last ones solo, which was definitely an interesting challenge. Um, but yeah, like I, I have never really been interested in Call of Duty multiplayer. I think I rented one in the red box once to play uh, in a gamer night with uh, I think Joypad and me when I was you know podcasting with them but like I rented it at the red box and then returned it Um, I have played I think the last campaign that I played was uh, Advanced Warfare Um, so I mean I'm not too far off as far as like playing them but literally I only have played them for the campaign Uh, so yeah I mean I'm down for real I mean uh, I've really enjoyed a lot of those World War II games on the PlayStation One, PlayStation Two era, uh, playing through like Medal of Honor and stuff like that. Um, I know the experience of like doing the the Normandy Beach landing in one of those games, where it, like felt like you were basically living the uh, the opening scene from uh, was it Saving Private Ryan? Yes, I, I think it. You know, I think it's dope. Uh, it's been a long time. You know, i I'm definitely down to give it a shot. At least the campaign. Like I said, multiplayer, I don't really care. Uh, so yeah, that's where I stand on it.
1: I just think it's kind of interesting that uh last year what was it, EA with Battlefield with was what what was it, World War One? Battlefield I? One.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: And then this year all of a sudden we get World War Two themed stuff here from uh Activision and stuff with their Call of Duty stuff. Nothing wrong with it. I think it's kind of...
2: Yeah, I think I think, it's, I think this has been rumored for a while. Like, I think people kind of knew this was coming for a couple years, even before Battlefield 1 actually yeah. got announced to be World yeah. War 1. I. I think there was, you know, grumblings of people like, hey, why don't we go back, you know? People are getting kind of burnt out on the, the near and, and future, you know, settings there. Which is kind of ironic, because that's how
1: people wanted to drift away from the World War 2 games to begin with, yeah. like about 10 or 15 years ago, where because... So many developers have put out so many World War Two games and stuff that people were literally getting so exhausted of it that uh, that's how they came up to our current little predicament right now where it's like now everything is so different in terms of the first person shooter sort of genre in terms of like the military shooters being it like futuristic stuff being it like oh man just current wars or whatever the heck. Now that we're at the extent that we're going back to World War II, it's actually going to be a little bit more interesting and a lot more refreshing. Because it all depends upon what Activision and especially who's the company that goes over this Treyarch, possibly.
0: Uh, is it is it Sledgehammer? I this, think is this is Sledgehammer, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Sledgehammer
1: yeah. Games.
2: It's hard to tell, man. They've got three developers that are you know rotating. Which, like I said, since you know Sledgehammer's had two years really to work on this, like yep. it, it. This is probably. This has probably been in the works way before they anybody even knew that that Battlefield was going back to World War One. I. I think it's just it's just a a sign of the times that people were getting burnt out on on near and, and future warfare that they you know wanted to see something from the past again.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 kind of a tough thing. I mean, this has been going on since 2005, 2004 Call of Duty being like a yearly thing. I think this will be the 14th or 15th one in the series. Oh God! Um, <laughs> so. Not including like side ones like the one for the Vita and stuff like that, but um those don't count, yeah yeah um i yeah i I'm kind of in a when Battlefield one was when when that was announced I'm like, okay cool like we're going like we never we haven't had a big AAA title go to world war one and I, I you know when came out people love that um and it's really like
2: yeah. World War one ish. Like it's definitely yeah. not an accurate representation of World War One. Yeah. There were not nearly as many automatic weapons on the battlefield during World War One. But yeah, they, they're, they're doing know. what they can to to gamify, you know, World War One, keep it interesting. I don't think anybody actually wants to play a World War One uh, simulated uh, shooter. No, yeah. at least most people don't.
0: I, I remember like there's a someone made a Civil War game early in the 360 era, and it was <laughs> and a Revolutionary War one, and it was. As far like the, the idea sounds cool but in, in gameplay it doesn't it was bad. It was horrible. Um, sounds shooting horrible. a gun once every 45 seconds was terrible. Um but yeah it's doing like these I guess somewhat accurate uh, games like you know war games is it's tough. There's only so much you can do like people got sick of the World War 2 stuff so we went to modern. And then after 5 or 6 years of that everybody got sick of that. So we went to future. And I mean i am kind of Somewhat bummed about about it because I thought Advanced Warfare um, was awesome, and I, I think Infinite Warfare uh, um, was phenomenal. I thought that not just for a Call of Duty game, just as a game and for a story, especially in a Call of Duty game, was fantastic. I, I love the story that they told in that game, and in the game itself and the characters. Easily the best Call of Duty game they ever made. Um, I'm kind of bummed that we're going away from that, but at the same time, I look at like we have a lot of games that are doing a lot of futuristic tech, especially we had Battlefield there for a little bit then you had Call of Duty and then Titanfall is kind of jumping in there and then you got Destiny you got a bunch of, it's kind of, it's the big thing it's it's the, the shooter the shooter, first person shooter um, kind of goes and waves and they all kind of follow whatever the hell Call of Duty is doing and they're kind of the trendsetter like World War II, everybody started doing World War II games, and modern everybody started doing modern. And then they went future, and everybody started doing future. So it's it's definitely tough. Where like they gotta find a way to kind of see where everybody wants to go and not be. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I I I'm excited because I like the Call of Duty games, like the campaigns. Um, I beat them all except for Black Ops 3 because that game was garbage. Um, at, least, at least the campaign was. Um, I'm curious to see how they do it because there's only so many times you can. You can do the Normandy battle, you know. There's only so many times you can do these big things, uh, and after a while, it feels like we're just doing the same thing over and over again. Um, so I don't know how they're gonna do this and do it differently. Um, I mean, I still... I'm looking
2: forward to next year when Titanfall goes back to World War II.
0: Yeah, oh, dude, that'd be so sweet to <laughs> have Titans. Oh man, I think that's just Wolfenstein, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, ooh, actually, I'd be okay with Titanfall three being in World War II. Or you
2: do, like, a steampunk, like, go way back. That would be kind of dope, like yeah. an alternate universe steampunk Titanfall.
0: I'd be cool with that, honestly. I love – Titanfall 2 was my number two game of the year. So, really, whatever Titanfall wants to do, I'm all in All in for, especially uh, campaign-wise. And I'm a big fan of steampunk, so.
2: I'm a big fan of giant mechs, so yeah. Titanfall's always True. got the thumbs up for me.
0: If, if the SteamWorld guys will just make, like, combine with Titanfall – Instead of making SteamWorld Dig Two and just make SteamWorld Titanfall, <laughs> I'm totally in. Just do that. Actually, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I am conflicted. Where you know, like I, on the one hand, I love where they. Were, I love some of the last two of the last three games they made were the best ones. But uh, the lot uh sledgehammer made Advanced Warfare, which I thought was excellent. So. Maybe uh, this one would be
2: good too. I just think like maybe a little variety is good. Like it got to the point where all of the—I mean—you take the Call of Duties, the Battlefields, and the Titan Falls. Like everything was kind of looking real samey for a while there. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be nice to you know get a little bit of variety. You know, you got old well, Battlefields at World War One. Who knows where they're going to go next? Uh, it won't be this year. Uh, you know, if they re- release another Battlefield, it'll be next year because um, they're focused on battlefront for this year yeah um and you know Titanfall's got the the mech combat and all the you know jumping and and wall running and all that down so yeah i mean uh, variety is always good
0: yeah I, I i think this is what some of us like maybe like more of the hardcore gamers uh not so much the guys that just play call of duty and maybe a couple other games a year um but for someone like me i would love it since i got three studios um just I wonder what kind of effect this will have on that. You yeah, know,
2: like there are people who just play Call of Duty, and I wonder how they're going to feel about this change.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I have, to, I have friends that, like, still to this day, like, they just like they buy Call of Duty and maybe one or two big shooters other a year. Like one of my one of my best friends, he just plays Division, uh, GTA Five, and the new Call of Duty, and that's it. Really. Yeah. Um, and, so like, Call I, of Duty
2: didn't become, like, super popular until Modern Warfare. Like, that yeah. was kind of when that kind of blew up and playing online and stuff like that. So, yeah, like, this is kind of uncharted territory, like, if you really think about it. Like, those people who, you know, made Call of Duty what it is, a lot of them have don't really necessarily have experience with a World War II Call of Duty. So, yeah, like, that'd be interesting to see what the reaction is to this because, you know, for them, like the pace of the game and how it's become like going back to world war Two. It, it can't be that you know it can't be super fast paced and and it's going to definitely be slower you know more plotting mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting i can't wait to see how this yeah. plays out
0: i saw some one person when uh in your when you mentioned that on talking ship uh about making it more of a stealth based game which i would be totally down for it would be totally against Everything that is Call of Duty, but you Call look, of Duty, yeah. Uh, but Infinite Warfare, I thought was a big change from anything Call of Duty's ever done. So uh, maybe that's something they can do it on. And like just like I was saying, like I would love it if each studio they gave them like a uh, a time. Like this is the times you can do your era. Yeah, this is your era. Thank you. And like you guys get like World War II to Vietnam. You guys get like uh, I don't know uh, Cold War and modern warfare kind of stuff. And then you guys can yeah. do future stuff. And I would huh. love the balancing. Cause I feel like if they just go world war two for a while in like three years, and like I feel like by the third game it's in 2019, we'll be like, Oh, well they're going to do another world war two game. Like, I feel like we're just going to in the same yeah. boat. We are right now with future stuff. So that
2: could be interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I can't wait. We're going to, we'll see, we'll find out. We'll probably talk about next week when they uh, do a reveal of a trailer for it. Um, but going on to uh, the next the next big topic, uh, this came out earlier in the week, and I think this is something a lot of us saw happening uh, probably o- about a year ago when they announced the NES Classic. Um, uh, the big rumor is now that the S Classic, um, SNES Mini, whatever you want to call it, um, is in development, uh, and it'll be coming out um, this holiday season. Uh, we don't know anything about games, uh, how many will be on it, Uh but it sounds like it's a thing. Um, we spent a lot of time talking uh, last week and mainly upset about last about what happened with the SNES, uh, NES Mini. Um, were we on the SNES Mini Classic, whatever?
1: Gabe, you want to blow up? <laughs> <laughs> blow up, no, but... I was kind of uh, commenting a little bits and pieces about the news a couple days ago on Twitter and quintessentially I'm in the mood at the moment where it's like I don't really care because for one the NES mini when that was available it wasn't even available to a lot of people other than maybe like a few copies here and there sprinkled so at the same point it's like I look at it it's like if Nintendo goes on record and confirms that they're going to be releasing it this year why would I give a shit? You know, because I know I'm not going to get the device. I certainly know I do not trust Nintendo when it comes to these type of launches because they awfully bundled it. And they never even set anything remotely close to it being an exclusive, limited-time sort of offer thing. I mean, that was complete bullshit out of left field. The same could be said. Some could be like uh, similar to what they would do for this this SNES Mini. Where I am pretty damn sure they're probably gonna do like maybe 30, 40 games or something like that of uh, some of the best on the system. Which, hey, SNES is one of my favorite system, if not the favorite system that I like to play, like my old retro games for. But even after all the other stuff, I really just would rather play it on my, <laughs> on either my uh, my 3DS, my Wii U, or even like my actual Super Nintendo, you know? Because, uh, you know what, at this point, it's like, I was much more interested in going and try to purchase an NES Mini just because I was under the impression, oh, it's going to be widely available for a cheap, affordable price, I can plug it in, okay, I can get it as a Christmas gift or something like that. Instead, we got this stupid commodity shit that Nintendo looks like they may try to repeat the same thing this holiday season with the SNES Mini, and uh, to be perfectly honest, nobody in the end is going to win out on this besides the scalpers. And yeah, that's pretty much it.
2: (laughs) So yeah, like, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer, first of all, like, I mean, the NES Classic was super popular. Uh, it's kind of a no-brainer that they would make an SNES Classic. Um, Hopefully they will have learned uh, some things from how the NES Classic uh, worked out. Hopefully supply is not as as limited. Uh, If it is going to be limited, hopefully they communicate that. Um, If they do communicate that, I look forward to having people robbing each other and beating each other up on Black Friday to get their (laughs) hands on one of these. Um, <laughs> personally, I would totally love to have one, not only just because I do have an NES Classic and I'd love to have an SNES Classic next to it, uh, but I also didn't uh, have a lot of experience with the SNES when it first came out. Um, I went from the NES to my dad had bought the Sega Genesis, and then from there, the next Nintendo console that I had any experience with was the uh, N64, so uh, there's a big gap in my in my gaming experience that, that is the super Nintendo. So like, I would really like to get my hands on one for sure. Um, I think, you know, they just have to, they have to learn their lessons. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're taking a lot of, you know, PR guff for how the NES classic edition was handled. Um, also, you figure whatever the reasoning for them to cancel it, whether it was because of the the ability to hack it and add more games and stuff like that, piracy and whatnot. Hopefully, they can figure out a way to to work around that. You know, uh, I don't know how necessarily they do that. I don't even know if they know how necessarily they do that. But um, whatever it takes, uh, the whole thing is kind of crazy. I mean, it's it, I. Th- I've said it before and I'll say it again, it's it's because of Nintendo Japan. Like everything that Nintendo does is because of Nintendo Japan. Yeah. So, you know, we think about things the way we do because we're American and we're used to the way American businesses work and stuff like that. So when a Japanese company like Nintendo or Atlas, you know, does something that seems just completely ludicrous to us, it's because we're coming from, a you know, a different culture, a different, you know, uh, mindset. Uh, so, you know, maybe Nintendo doesn't see anything wrong with the way they handled the NES Classic I mean Nintendo America probably does uh, but whether or not they have any influence on what actually happens you know is it remains to be seen and and I really honestly doubt how much control Nintendo America has on anything that Nintendo does Um, but yeah I mean I think it's a no brainer it definitely should happen Um, hopefully they handle it better Um, I hope to get my hands on one whether it's widely available or not uh if it's not widely available like i said i will probably uh need to hire a bodyguard if i can get my hands <laughs> on one to escort me to my car uh and get it home i'll probably take the back roads and mm-hmm. you know double back and stuff like that to make sure nobody's following me um and then yeah but i, yeah, I mean it's a cool concept
0: yeah Tyler. um it's not a case where i'm just kind of conflicted with it it's uh just like why i'm with the call of duty announcement where it's I think it's bullshit what to do with the NES but then I, I you think about alright how they, like like you said like they gotta do a better job with, they're, they're gonna do a better job with supply it's like you think that seems logical to us but it's just like it's Nintendo for every cool thing you get like the original Switch reveal you get the Switch announcement or re, like full re- announcement like we did it in January or February whenever it was it's just like for every good thing to do there's like Three bad things, like head scratching things that you're like, what the fuck? Online functionality is a cell phone app. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> that's kind of weird. Hey, you get a free game every month, but you only get it for one month. Um, yeah, it's just for every cool thing they have, you, you get some, you get like I said, a couple of bad things or dumb things or things that doesn't make quite sense, but they make a lot of sense to you. Um, so I'm not gonna like, I'm not going in with any expectations for this. Like it's, it's, I have the exact same feelings about. This I did, the NES, where it's like, I have no interest in this. I had an SNES back in the day. There's a few cool games on it that, uh, like, Link to the Past, Super Mario World. I'm sure there's probably a few others I'm, I'm not thinking of. They put Beavis and Beavis and Bite on this. Fuck yeah, <laughs> I'm in. But uh, other than that, there's nothing that really would sell me on this thing. Uh, I'm glad it exists, if it is, if it does, in fact, exist. Um, and I hope people that want it get it. And it's not just a case where, like... Scalpers are gonna come in and fucking take it over and sell it at a high price, um, and just ruin it for everybody. Uh, I hope you know. It's just, I hope they go into this and and they go in it smarter, um, and the people that want to get it. That's the only thing, really. I the only thing I passionately feel about this thing, um, and I hope that happens. That's pretty much it for me. Like, I don't. I mean, I, and also I, I think when we what we talked about last week for reasons why. Nintendo canceled or into production on the NES Mini um this pretty much, this is in fact a real thing pretty much destroys all those arguments um for, for it so uh you know like oh they want to sell the switch or they want to they want people to buy the games on the virtual console with the switch um or piracy it's like every fucking electronic device in the history of man um gets fucking hacked almost immediately um, I guarantee you the Switch has probably been um, hacked, and people are playing the, all, a bunch of games on that shit right now. Um, so, yeah, it's yeah, it's Nintendo, I guess. You know, so whatever. I don't, I'm just kind of rambling at this point. Um, but I don't know. I hope, like I said, no, the, people that, the people that get <laughs> it, yeah, it is what it is. The people that want it, I hope you get it, and hope you don't do some bullshit to get it. Um, and that's about it for me. Like, yeah. Uh, but when they when the, when the when the GameCube mini comes out <laughs> that's when I in 2019 after this see I don't, but the Super Nintendo
2: is the only Nintendo console that I don't have anything representing from now because I still have an N64. I still have a GameCube. Oh. I still have a Wii. I still have a Wii U. Uh, so the the Super Nintendo is the only one that literally is missing from my my gaming experience. So, like, I really would like to get my hands on one of these. And, I mean, I won't be in school this holiday, so maybe I can afford to take some time off and camp out for a week you know okay. to try and get my hands on one maybe i can turn it into you know like a story or something that i can you know report to somebody or or another who knows but uh yeah i mean i'd really like to get my hands on one just just to have it uh super nintendo it's one of those things is funny cuz like i ended up on the sega side and and in retrospect that was probably not not the best side yeah. to be on in history yeah, you know Rage. like uh, <laughs> Sega Genesis kind of had some garbage games like you know I mean I enjoyed them for what they were at the time but like outside of Mortal Kombat I can't think of another game that had like a decidedly better version on the Sega versus on the Super Nintendo NBA and then Jam. as far as like quality titles yeah NBA Jam maybe yeah but Street, yeah I mean it's
0: yeah, Street Rage 2 I mean come on the game's fucking sweet It's badass I game. guess they make I'm a- not big on, on beat em ups I'm not anymore, but back in the day, goddamn, that game was great. Yeah, I, my my question, so, my question to you guys is: In 2021, are you guys going to pick up the Wii U Mini? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I'll probably
2: stop with the SNES Mini. Like I said, oh, I I still have an N64. I still have a GameCube, so I'm good. You know, like on those, uh, yeah. I mean, I I'll get the SNES Classic, and that'll be it. Okay. That'll be it for me. Yeah.
0: What, what about the They'll Wii probably, Mini? you know
2: what? I could I could see him coming out with a like a Game Boy. Like an original Game Boy oh, with a bunch of games okay. packed into it, and I'd probably jump on board for that too.
0: Yeah, I could actually. That would probably sell like Game Buster, especially they put like the Pokemon games on there.
2: Yep, and like Super Tetris, Land like Tetris. everything. Yeah, that would that came out on the the original Game Boy. Yeah, that what, would be dope.
0: What about the Virtual Boy Mini and all twenty games that came out for it? <laughs> no. <laughs> this no. this one won't make you uh, sick and give that and will hurt your eyes.
2: That will single handedly destroy the VR industry yeah no that's not that'd be funny though because you know like everyone asked Nintendo if they were going to do virtual reality and they're like oh we haven't you know discounted it they rolled out they're like here's our virtual reality <laughs> and it's it's just the virtual boy <laughs> oh that would be a Nintendo move right there
0: yeah no this this, this honestly like we we were joking but I think this is a that's, very viable that's option nin,
2: that's Nintendo yeah <laughs> I, I
0: could that's see that's horrible man I could see it releasing it like 2018 for the Switch and they're just going to call it the virtual boy I can see it happening. It's all wireframe
2: and everything. No.
0: I kinda want this I, I, I almost so want bad. them to send release something cool that would, like we'd so all love. Bad. Just release uh Mario tennis for Virtual Boy again. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> and Wario Land. The first Wario Land was on that fucking thing. Holy shit. I can't. Yep. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> Breath of the Wild and Virtual Boy. Oh
1: um. wireframe.
0: <laughs> yeah. That'd
1: be oh. sweet. Wirefront. No. Have you guys actually played the Virtual Boy?
0: Yes, I worked at a game store, and I remember this guy traded in, and I'm like, I didn't have to, but I'm like, I told him I had to. I'm like, I gotta test this before we we buy it. (laughs) I played for about three minutes. I played Mario Tennis. I'm like, this is terrible. I feel sick.
1: (laughs) 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 I remember playing the Virtual Boy as well. I got one in at the Goodwill, like in Port Angeles, like, years ago or something like that. There was just like this this aircraft game or something. I actually had a chance to play it a little bit, you know, like during like my break. And I, oh god, dude, dude, the whole the whole aspect. I felt like fucking sick to my stomach after I played it after about five ten minutes. Ugh.
0: Resident Evil Seven for Virtual Boy. I'm in. <laughs> This is getting better, guys. I'm selling myself on this fucking thing. I'm in, beds No, I can't. <laughs> oh. I just can't.
1: Horizon right, Zero Dawn on Virtual Boy. <laughs> oh, now you just
0: ruined it. Let's not, let's not ruin. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. I would try it, but I'd hate it myself. It had two
2: D pads. That.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's right. It did.
2: Two. It had a left D pad and a right D pad. Nintendo it also had a left A and B button and
1: a right A and B button.
0: <laughs> have they well, ever... the, the
2: ones on the left look like start and select, but they probably function the same as a as a left and right A and yep. B buttons.
0: Since Super Nintendo, have they had a good controller?
2: Uh, GameCube.
0: Uh,
2: well, GameCube was okay. GameCube was all right, yeah. and also, I mean, the new Pro controller is supposed to be pretty dope. GameCube it's just is a almost
0: a controller.
1: Well, for God's oh, sake,s dude. GameCube came before the 360 stuff, so if you want to say something, I mean, Microsoft copied a lot of the fucking yeah, hybrid between the GameCube was, and the PS2 controller, dude. It's like, kind of a mm. minor
0: step up, though from the from the DualShock One. I, I'd say, though, it yeah, it great, but it it was an improvement, but it wasn't. Yeah,
2: I'm just saying, yeah, like dual analog sticks. That was the first, right? The the DualShock.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Maybe.
2: yeah, it all started with that.
0: Yeah. So I mean, it was it was not terrible. I'm, not, I'm, not saying... I'm
2: looking at screenshots of Virtual Boy. This thing is a hot freaking mess. It's a hot
1: mess. That's why it lasted less than a year on the market. Oh <laughs>
0: my God. The guy we that got... made the game the Game Boy got fired because that thing was such a bomb. Yep. I mean yep. that's how bad it was. Gunpay Yakoi. Yeah.
1: They
2: had Street Fighter Street Fighter was another fucking thing. That's what I'm seeing at least. I see screenshots of it, whether or not it actually exists. I have no idea. Star Fox, they have a Star Fox game on there? I no. think there
0: was like only eight or nine that made it to America, but there was like twenty in Japan
2: these could just be like straight up like somebody decided to try and recreate what these games would look like
0: oh let's
1: see on the Virtual Boy Mario Clash Mario Tennis oh. Nestor's Bowling let's see Wario Land oh, I boy. see Wario Land and there was also a, there was also like some sort of other like tennis game as well but no it was yeah. a one yep. tennis game that's there's hot a,
2: garbage box, there's a boxing I not, game I would not be shocked if Nintendo decided to re-release the Virtual
1: Boy Dude <laughs> that I would hope,
2: be the Nintendo ass way to go.
0: I hope this is the thing. That's I I, I would. I'm in, I'm in fully. A hundred <laughs> bucks, I'll pay it. Playing
1: at your workplace, all of a sudden you just vomit everywhere as soon as ten minutes fast. I work in like. a
0: chemical factory. The, the urge to vomit is almost all the time anyway, so oh. this is only add to it. So I'm oh buddy. I'm looking at these games here. There's uh, Nestor's Funky Bowling. Yep, that's okay. what I'm talking about. Water World? Yes! Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, Like, man. based on the movie? Yeah! What the fuck? Holy oh, crap. <laughs> there, there is a lot of sports games. Stop barking. Uh, there's a golf game? Hell yep. yeah. Oh, my God. There's a Goldeneye 007. That can't be real.
2: No, yeah, that can't. No, like I said, I'm seeing Street Fighter 2. I'm seeing. Why are we what looks like either Doom or Wolfenstein—that that can't be real.
1: <laughs> it's probably not real. I don't remember. I think they just either. like,
2: hey, this was what this would look like in in a virtual boy. Yeah, no, I I can't. I'm 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 done. I'm closing this browser window
0: right now. <laughs> oh boy.
2: Oh, Tyler muted his mic because of the dog a bit.
0: Oh, sorry. Uh, no, uh, yeah. I I'm gonna delve deep into this GoldenEye thing though. I am, yeah. Ooh, i'm excited i'm, psh, this port, I'm from super <laughs> you're excited Bu- for something that absolutely doesn't exist <laughs> yes i am more excited about this than anything the switch might do uh, right now. Uh, i will i will give up super mario odyssey for this thing right now honestly uh, they, they, no. they, we're canceling odyssey we're putting all our support towards super virtual boy mini you just got yourself a hundred bucks right there from me probably they be- could do
2: it as a phone app i mean you have headsets already that fit for a a phone. That's so true. No, too.
0: I, I want I want the actual Nintendo Virtual Boy. I don't want to want I don't want some. You know.
2: I'll I'll spray paint your Gear VR red if you want.
0: Okay. All right, I'm in. That's fine. <laughs> whatever I got to do to get a possible GoldenEye 007 game, Virtual Boy in my life. That's yep, spray whatever. paint
1: that. All of a sudden, you get like a little <laughs> freaking kickstand or something on your microphone stand. You know, there you go. Hmm.
0: Hmm. I'm in. Cool. Well.
2: No, any any new Virtual Boy would attach to your face. Like it wouldn't be like the original Virtual Boy, where it was mounted to the table. Like it would definitely attach to you. I, I,
0: if I don't have extreme back pain after ten minutes, I don't want to play it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I want the genuine experience.
0: Yeah, I, want the, I want the whole thing. I don't. I don't want no uh, half-ass version. Of all the eye strain. Yep. I want, if I'm not, if I don't leave after the five minutes playing Mario Tennis and feel like the urge to vomit, what's the point, really? I'm going to feel like I'm in 1996 all over again. There's a pinball game here. <laughs> There's like six pinball games. Half, half the library is pinball games. It's insane. It's like, it's like 14. <laughs> Made it to North America, dude. It's. A... Yeah. I'm in. Oh, boy. <sighs> oh, man. I, this, I'm, this is the most excited thing I am about. Everything we talked <laughs> about today, the, the thing that does not exist, I'm most excited about. So, oh, I think we're going to wrap up the show there. It's a good point. Good point to wrap up the show here. Uh... So, yeah, uh, write letters to your aldermen and your senators and president. Send p- Trump a bunch of emails saying, we want the Virtual Boy Mini. Make it happen.
2: And none of that will matter because it's Nintendo Japan who has to make that call.
0: <laughs> nah, Not
2: even Reggie may can make that call.
0: Reggie can do whatever the hell he wants, okay? What about I'd, Bill? Uh, Bill can uh, maybe do I'd, it. I've got my money that he can't. Yeah, you can try.
2: I, I think Reggie doesn't
0: call Any shots. No, but he's got that hair though. So I think that hair can get in places <laughs> that, that we can't. So, just saying. Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, we are on Facebook. We have a page and group. Uh, it is Drunk Nerd, Nerds on there. So like and join us on there if you want to talk to us and know when the show comes out. Um, on Twitter, we are at Drunk Nerds Pod. So follow us on there. Uh, that's another place to go when the show comes out first place it gets posted on on uh, YouTube we're also on their uh, drunk nerds podcast Uh, so subscribe to us on there we put the the podcast up in there as well like those give a big thumbs up on those for us please we greatly appreciate it Uh, tell your friends and if you're listening to us on YouTube and you want to have us more on the go we're on iTunes as well so uh, subscribe to us on there and if you can't leave us a review five stars preferable four is fine three is okay cool that's cool three I like threes that's cool. Um one and two, just uh, keep painting yourself. Um <laughs> and also on Twitch, we're our uh, drunk nerds podcast on there. Uh follow us on there, right? Yes. Uh <sighs> yes. Fuck, that's like eight weeks in a row, man. I am I might have peaked in life right there. Um maybe until I get next week when I get nine in a row, then I peaked again. Um that's the one thing keep me going in life, is is peaking on this getting the Twitch thing right. That's keep me going. Uh it is my fuel. Um anyways. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening. I was host. I was Tyler.
1: I've been Troy, and I have been the legend himself, Colonel Gables. <laughs> Until next week, everyone, have fun gaming. Have a fun rest of the week wherever you're at. But also, get yourself a virtual boy.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. If you want to be, you want to be a legend like Colonel Gables over there make it happen. Give me a Virtual Boy mini. Just just if I can get the one a
2: Virtual Boy run, I'm going to Google it.
1: You're going to go ahead. You're going to get yourself some Tetris some no, Bomberman. Some Mario Tennis. I don't want
2: one. I just want to
1: know what a Virtual Boy costs. You're going to sleep with some Mario Clash tonight.
0: About $215 on eBay.
2: Holy. F- oh, the first eBay listing is like new excellent condition $439. Oh, oh right. you got
1: to check that shit that thoroughly too because people will try to sell that shit in pieces. I know. I've been trying to There's shop around for one for like a couple, couple of years. Well, I'm going to buy has it one now for a hundred bucks. Oh, probably without the head visor.
0: <laughs> yeah, there it goes one, four, oh, It shows the picture.
2: The four hundred thirty nine dollar one shows it still in the box. Uh, it's even got plastic wrap on it.
0: Yeah, I'm that's at more them. than a
2: switch, man.
1: And What's it's cheaper that? than a PlayStation VR.
2: <laughs> that's a that is whoa, no, is it I don't $9. know PlayStation $9. VR $9 PlayStation expensive. VR is I thought PlayStation
0: VR was like 500 or something man. no it's 400, 400. well okay. with taxes though this is free shipping and no tax so you take out the, you know you, you put the tax into the into the PSVR you're you're saving money
2: huh <laughs> you're gonna I mean, throw up either way so
0: yeah yeah I mean, true she's I mean, poison the, the doctor expenses and the medication you're gonna need after playing this game for 12 minutes is gonna it's the
2: Dramamine prescription
0: man oh boy I am buying that right now what are you buying good you fucking are not oh fuck no <laughs> <man.
1: It's> like... <laughs> until next week everyone we'll tell you what Tyler does with his money Peace out.